following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Exploding down the sidelines. This is Hanging with the Boys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross. Tuesday, and I really was not looking forward to coming back to this show and talking to you knuckleheads about football. You had to come back to work, huh? Yeah, that too. But man, did some news yesterday make me excited about coming on this show. <laughs> Poor Bryce Butler. That's what you take out of this? Poor Bryce Butler? No, I take a lot more, but I just feel bad for Bryce. We'll get to that in a minute. How you doing, Nate? All right, uh, good. Kurt, how you doing? I'm <laughs> doing good. This dude didn't even, open up, he didn't even open up our show right, man. How was I supposed to open it? Okay. First, you're supposed to give us your I, uh, whatever... Monday or Tuesday, you know, the hollering that you do, mm-hmm. the excitement that you bring, mm-hmm. you know, and then we're we supposed to go like not even wasting time talking about two things. What are those two things, Nate? Brother Bill, mm-hmm. and Brother Omari. All right. Okay, let's, can we start over? Yeah, let's start let's over. Let's start over, man. <laughs> Tuesday Live is a production here of DallasCowboys.com. Uh, yeah, here we, Dallas here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yes, sir. He rolling. He doing it. This is Hanging with With the the Boys. boys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Let's go. Let's go, Pop. Let's go, Pop. I know he's going to break it. He's going to break it. Terrific Tuesday. From the Star in Frisco. Man, how you back, Shannon? All right. It's good to be back. And it's good to be back with our special guest. Welcome to the show, the president of Dallas Cowboys Merchandising, Bill Priakas. Shannon, how you, Bill? Great to be here. So, Bill, when we scheduled you last week, we got a list of NFLPA player sales lists. And we have two guys in the top ten. And we thought it'd be awesome to bring you on the show. And then yesterday, some news came out that <laughs> right. trumped you a little bit. But we're right. going to get to that in a minute because I yes. want to get your thoughts on that too. But, Bill, you have been with the organization. I've got to thank Bill. He gave me my start in this in this That's wonderful right. You were a merchandise guy originally, weren't you? I was in merchandising. You're welcome. Started off wow. in a pro shop. <laughs> and Thanks, Bill. You're welcome. Started <laughs> off in a pro shop, and then uh, Bill was courteous enough to – let me be his second choice to run the e-com business. He let me know right up front I wasn't the first choice. <laughs> and that first choice fell through, and then I did e-com for about seven years. And before So I what's e-com? Go a little e-com. What is it? Yeah, Bill, what is e-com? I'll let Bill talk. Well, we just on DallasCowboys.com where we uh-huh. sell our product, and Shannon kind of ran that for a long time, okay. kind of deciding what went on, and and I uh, was really good at it. I was shocked at how skilled he was. Yeah, me too. I'm actually impressed. <laughs> wow. Since he'd never done it before. Yeah. So you've been with the team for, what, about 20 years now, close to it? This will be my 23rd season. 23. 23, wow. yep. Okay. And tell us a little bit about the backstory of how you got here and why and kind of the, the opt-out piece. Well, that's – yeah, you go back to the to the mid-'90s. And, uh, you know, Jerry, was, ever since he bought the team, was – you know, speaking about merchandising and our rights and, and always how to accelerate and how to grow the pie. 
and the Cowboys were a significant part of the NFL's business, but we only got one thirty-second of the revenue because it was sort of all for one and one for all. And you kind of put it all in there. So we would, we would get as much back as you would if you were the Redskins or anyone else. So it was a kind of a collective group. Well, that, uh, without going into too much legalese, that, that actually had an expiration in 2002. And we negotiated with that time our online or our on-field partner was Reebok. And uh, Mr. Goodell at that time was the chief operating officer of, of the league. And we negotiated kind of a triangle to let us do our own and to manufacture our own as long as we continued to share and, uh, and make the other ownership whole. And it allowed us to go off and do our own. So, you know, the, the theory was is that like a just do it T-shirt. There's, there's no real Cowboys DNA. That's Nike's DNA. And just do it Tallahassee, just do it Slippery Rock, just do it Razorbacks, just do it whomever. There's not a lot of DNA to that. And we thought we really wanted to build merchandise for the Cowboys fan. And to, since we were at every game and, and all of our, our employees were fans, we were all part of it. The family had such great direction that you just said, we're going to build merchandise for the Cowboys fan. What works for us might not be what's great for a Packer, but that's the way we kind of started it all off back in 02. Very cool. And then tell us a little <clears throat> bit about kind of the evolution and some other things that kind of how that's evolved just from Cowboys and now kind of what your whole world is. Well, once you kind of built the infrastructure, and we have a 400,000 square foot warehouse, we, we, and as we kept growing and growing, once you, once you establish the fact that you could do this pretty good for the Cowboys, and we're still the only team in the world that does this, which is still kind of a, a big point for us that we're very proud of, is that no one has followed, no NFL team, no baseball team, no soccer team. Nowhere in the world does a team manufacture for their fans exclusively by us. And so once we kind of built that infrastructure, you know, we, we said we could do this for other teams. And we ended up uh, – our first venture was with the University of Southern California. And we sort of presented it to them. And, and uh, at that time, the athletic director was Pat Hayden, the great Pat Hayden. And uh, Pat was like, I want to be the first college team to ever do this as well. We want you to do it for us. And so we got them. And then we, we started dealing with IndyCar and UFC and, and all kinds of different brands, One World Trade Center with our partners with the Legends. And then uh, about four years ago, we, we picked up the University of Texas. So we do everything for USC, University of Texas, and the Cowboys. So those are kind of our IndyCar and, and UFC. Those are kind of our big, our big guys. So Snake, I mean uh... – Excuse me, not Snake, but uh, our boss, Derek. He, Derek Eagleton. He, he, he <laughs> happy, very nice. <laughs> There's a backstory. There. Yeah, he's a, back, a Texas man. kid, and I'm surprised <laughs> that he didn't come in. But since you got his university, you know, on a contract. But now, <clears throat> how did you get into the mixture? Where did you come from? To get into this, that's what I need to know. Okay, I was uh, actually Stephen Jones and I are fraternity brothers mm -hmm. from the University of Arkansas, and uh, and Shy Anderson, Charlotte's husband, is also mm -hmm. a fraternity brother, and they were going through the whole Nike kind of Pepsi Nike lawsuit, crazy yeah. Bing Bang and forth, and we really didn't have anybody on staff that that was an expert in licensing, merchandising, whatever. Not that I'm an expert, but I, th I think that was the only one that they knew that, that they could trust, that they mm. knew something about this industry. So I came from Dillard's. I was working in Nashville, Tennessee, and, and uh, Shy Anderson said, you should call Bill, and um, or Billy, as they know me. Right. And uh, they called me, and I came to Dallas, and, and uh, it was Ooh. just a great fit. Yeah, man, married, not married, family, I'm married. I have two kids. Uh, one 
at the University of Alabama who uh, continually texts me at tells me how weak the Razorbacks are and pretty much anyone else in, the, <laughs> the in college football. Oh, yeah. And my daughter goes to Ole Miss and my wife, Reagan. Okay, now – Wait, you, you, left, you left one member out. Do you know – What's that? The little – Yeah, I also have a lot of animals. We have a horse. We have uh, four wow. dogs. <laughs> we have a cat, but we also have a pet pig named Razor. Okay, now – Pet pig named Before Razor. animals got Razorbacks, put before baby. this guy, do you know – Kurt? <laughs> Kurt, do you have any – they do this every time. They they talk all the time, and I maybe get a word in. Kurt's so. our silent partner on the show. Yeah, we have is. we have to insert him into conversations. No, I'm just amazed that this we kind of asked you to come on because the NFLPA recently and released um, jersey sales, yeah. and Dak was number two, and Zeke is number four. That still kind of amazes me. That I mean, those aren't big to me. They're still not marquee players, but because they play for the Cowboys, I guess that's that trumps all. Well, I, I, you would have to say that it is the only reason. I mean, number one, but what is actually even more exceptional than that was two years ago uh, that no rookie had ever been the number one selling jersey ever. And our two rookies, Dak and Zeke, were number one and number two. Wow. And they've, no team has ever had number one and number two for the year total. And so we kind of – those two guys collectively set fantastic records um, – but, yeah, to have someone two and four, you know, we've uh, – I also think because uh, we had three big guys that you would think the fans are, you know, obviously fan favorites with Tony Romo, Jason Witten, and Dez, all three sort of leaving at the same time. Um, that created a little bit of a void as well. But we've seen some pickup and, and uh, you know, lots of new things. And one of, the, one of the cool things we added on DallasCowboys.com – this is just a shameless plug – but uh, we added the entire roster to our website. So literally, if you go to the jersey, if you go to custom jerseys, you can drop it'll drop down, and literally every guy on our roster, you can order their jersey, and that's sort of unprecedented. So because we do get, you know, we get calls from everyone all the time. And back when I first came in this business, and and Nate, you were still around mm-hmm. here. This is they only offered when night when we were first a Nike team in 1996. Uh, even though we had Dion and uh, Troy and Michael and, and Emmett, uh, Nike actually came to me and said, we're only going to offer two players. You can have Troy and, and Emmett. That's it. And we're like, I'm, I'm sorry. That, that doesn't work for us. We've right. got, uh, you know, we've got a yeah. couple of the guys here that are really good. And they said, nope, that's just, a, that's just the way it's going to be. So it took us like a year to get a Dion jersey uh, and any other player that we had with Michael or anything else. And so to, to have that evolution go between now, where you literally go to our site, drop it down, you get a Nike jersey with literally every guy on the roster. On top of that, 27 guys that have retired, which we have deals with Roger Staubach and, and Troy now that he's retired, Emmett and Michael and everybody. We have 27 guys under contract right now in our, in our uh, Legends program. Now, <clears throat> and that leads right where we need to go. So how long would it take a Mari Cooper jersey? To get up and going. I already it's got the email now. this morning. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's uh, selling last night. I mean, we we uh, walk us through that whole process. So, like you you obviously you hear rumblings that this might happen, and then once you hear, okay, this has happened, but it's not official because we go through the same thing. It's yeah. not official. It's in the process. They've agreed to terms. Walk us through exactly like what happens, starting with kind of the rumors or you hearing rumblings and how that whole process works. Well, luckily, I'm I'm a little privy to information that's sometimes more than a rumor, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'll get a phone call giving me a little bit of a heads up. 
And so I give my team sort of a heads up of, hey, we might have a roster change. And, of course, they all look at me like, Scooby-Doo, like, what do you mean a roster change? (laughs) I said, well, that's just all I'm going to tell you right now, but I want you to be prepared. And the first time that really – that really hit us hard that was a shocker was Terrell Owens is that he came so out of the blue and was such a monster player instantly that I think that first week we sold 80,000 jerseys and that, that was incredible. No one had ever done that before. No one had ever and, done that, Kurt. And I was actually on staff at that point. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So first because of Shannon, we managed to pull that off. <laughs> Nate, quit, but, quit shaking your head. <laughs> But we're we're prepared for it. I mean, so. you know, you you sort of prepared for the good and the bad. You're you're prepared for, you know, I, I would the last three guys that have left us that have been big jerseys w- was a shock. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we literally didn't know that was going to happen. Uh, just Tony and Witten and Des, and so you would have never dreamed. And of course, you know, all of our retailers and all of our own stores have inventory there, and and so it's that's a tough spot to be in when you have to say, okay, well, gosh, I, I really didn't know, mm-hmm. and I didn't know, but when you have a new player come in, you like to get a little bit of warning, and even if it's just a couple of hours, it's it's enough to get it in process, and we've done it before, so to have the jersey prepped and ready to go, we already have the visual. All we really need to know is we just start pestering Mike McCord instantly about what's his number going to be. Mm-hmm. And if we don't have the number when it's time to go live, when it's actually we, – we hear it and goes, then we will put a double zero up there and with his name and just say, by the time this ships tomorrow, we'll know what his number is. You'll have the right number right. and all that stuff. Right. And how does the – how does the so you guys have your own print facility, right, where you can print these we on do. your own? We do. And how does that process work? You crank them out and they go straight from the facility? Or? It's, I assure you it's a lot more complicated than I'm going to make it sound <laughs> right now, but it's, uh, it really does simply just go from our art department sends it down, make sure the art's right, the screen gets set up, and really everyone's just waiting to go. And then once you hit, once you hit the go button, you just start printing. We don't even know what site. We're just doing as many as we can. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, uh, we've got a lot of cool examples of that. You know, Romo's probably our, our most fun story. Uh, when Tony went to, um, when he went to Carolina as a starter for the, fir- well, actually he, he, yeah, he went to Carolina for a starter the first time. He threw five touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. Neil Wiseman, another guy in our group and Shannon, you were probably around then we were discussing, I wonder how many jerseys we ought to make for Romo, you know, because, our starting quarterback had gone down. No one really knew much about Tony. We certainly didn't have any insight that he was going to be the kind of player he was, certainly not to go throw five touchdowns. And so we we all decided we were going to build 3,000 jerseys. Since he was the quarterback of America's team, we were going to go ahead and build 3,000 up front. Was that a bold number back then? Bold. <laughs> and he proceeded over the next 60 days to sell 370,000 jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how smart we were. But uh, but it was it was a fun story and and to have the infrastructure that can go from selling maybe seven Tony Romo jerseys in your lifetime all sent to a small town in in Illinois to go from overnight to get orders for three hundred and seventy thousand and do it all before Christmas and this happened basically on November first so it was a testament to our group and our infrastructure that we are we're probably more prepared for hot market and for sudden both Change, good and bad man. things yeah. to go than any other team because we don't rely on and and not that Nike's not a great partner we just have the infrastructure to do ourselves and so we we sort of and that's Jerry's mo on almost everything he does anyway is I'd rather do it ourselves and do it great than rely on a third party 
We hope you don't get blindsided with demand for hanging with the boys' merchandise. It could just happen any moment. <laughs> I tell you, right here, man. And <laughs> Mr. Bill, we're glad you came, and we're glad that losing Shannon didn't put a snag in your business. It took us years <laughs> to, <laughs> to recover. It took us years it to sure recover. It seemed to really explode. <laughs> yeah, you man. You know? yeah, I mean, they had USC, Texas. Yeah. I feel like know? I was holding them back yeah. a little bit. They, we don't know why we have, We still can't figure out why we have more viewers when he's not on than when he's on. We can't figure that out yet. But I'm sure Louisiana is a big Oh, it's a huge market. It's a yeah. huge market. Now that we added his mother. Yeah, <laughs> you know, my, Mama Gross calls in on Friday and picks games now. That reaction, that our audience. That's the only reason. And I'm sure it. she's beating you guys. Too. Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's 500 right now. We'll see yeah. how she did okay. this week. So, well, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, man, I know you got to go. Yeah. So, uh, what are your before you get out of here? Because we're going to get into this next segment before you leave. What are your thoughts on the the Amari Cooper deal? Well, look, I, I I'll tell you this: when we traded two number ones uh, for a for a wide receiver one time before, Joey Galloway. And Joey was on the sideline with me before the game, and he put his arm around me, and he said, Bill, he said, what do you see in those stands? And I said, well, I'm not sure I understand the question. There's fans. And he goes, yeah, but they're not wearing number 84. And I said, well, what have you done yet? You know, I mean, I, I promise you, our fans will blow up if you blow up. Mm -hmm. And we call, it, we call it the blue turf. If right. you live your life in the blue turf – as a wide receiver, you're going to be just fine. Right. You're going to sell a lot of jerseys. And he said, all right. And it just never worked out. Couldn't have been a nicer guy in the world than Joey Galloway. So I would say the same thing if Amari was sitting right here. I said, you've never been to a club that has this kind of infrastructure behind you. And if you're successful, we will make you even more successful. And on the off the field as far as jersey sales go. So we're – we actually got a lot of orders last night. We were we were a little bit surprised, um, but pleasantly surprised is that we see a lot of. Uh, that's a fine, five dollars. <laughs> we see uh, a, almost every retailer's reacted and, and jumping well, on. Amari, so they're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> tell them you're welcome. We're going to make them a lot of jerseys. Before all right, so that one more thing because you have to me you have the best stories in this organization. I love hearing Bill talk. Do you have a story that you – one of your favorite stories can be football-related, can be merch-related, whatever. Is there any any story that comes to mind yeah, that you can tell Yeah, my favorite – my I do have one, and I'm going to have to use uh, G-rating language because it involves Coach Parcells. But uh, Coach Parcells used to do a lot of things. I think he was – before Jason was here, he used to do a lot of um, inspirational T-shirt ideas and whatever for, for the guys, you know, he'd come up with something and it was always inside the bubble. You could never, I never saw where these things went or anything like that. And so he grabbed me over at Valley Ranch one day and he says, listen, I've got this idea. And he told me the idea, whatever. And it was about two o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. And, uh, he said, uh, I want you to go to this. And I said, okay, fine. Uh, I'll have this for you tomorrow. And he looked at me and he said, tomorrow. He said, no, I, I need it tonight. And I said, you need me to go create a T-shirt for you that has no artwork and no anything. You want it tonight, and it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And he said, you know what, son? And he put his arm on me and sat me down. He said, you've got no pelts. And I said, I said I'm sorry. I'm not from New York. I don't know what that, I don't know what that means. And he said, you have no pelts. And I said, well, Coach, I'm, not, I'm really not following you. He said, listen, when the mountain men used to come off the mountains, they'd have a big mule. And you could tell how good a mountain man was by the size of the pelts on the, on the mule. And you have no pelts. 
And I said, man, that is random. I'm from Arkansas, and that is random. And so I said, okay, fine. And so I, I, I left, the, left Valley Ranch. I called our guy, Bill Littleton, at that time. You remember Bill Shannon? Mm-hmm. He was art, art creative. I told him exactly what I wanted. And then I called uh, my assistant at that time. was um, can't remember. Lacey? Lacey. Yeah. It was Lacey Covenant. And so I called Lacey, and I said, I need you to go to Michael's studio right now and find, buy me three yards of fake fur. And then I need you to find me a, a, a toy horse from anywhere. I don't care. And she was, and then I just hung up. And of course, so she's thinking I've completely lost it. I get back to the office. We get all the t-shirts done, do it in like, I, I literally probably dropped about four or five people's accounts to make these dumb t-shirts for this guy in <laughs> seconds. So anyway, I go down, I rush to the warehouse, get the stuff. I get back to, get back to our office and she's got this big horse and she's got all, I said, cut all that up into like six foot, I mean, six inch squares so anyway she cut all these all this fake fur up six inch squares i put it on this toy horse i wrapped it in string i put it in the box with all the (laughs) t-shirts and i put a note on the front of the horse and it's said um forget you (laughs) and that's all it said on the note so i put it in there box gets to coach parcells it's at at like seriously 4 30 i mean it does listen like two and a half hours so anyway, I get it. No phone call, nothing. So then the next day, I kind of forget about. It. Then the next day, about eleven a.m., I'm like, "Hang on, wait a second. I just said forget you to the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. That might not have been <laughs> the smartest thing I've ever done." I'm so not I, kidding. So I called. <laughs> Thanks, coach. And so I called Laura Fryer, his his secretary, and I said, "Laura, did you get the box?" And she is dying laughing. And she said, uh, she said, yeah, he got it. And I said, all right, is he mad? She goes, no, she, he made every coach come in there and look at this <laughs> and say, look what, look what this little guy over here in merchandise did, whatever. <laughs> anyway, so, but he never called me. And I said, well, he's not, he's not going to call me. She goes, no, he'll never give you the satisfaction to let you know you got him. So the next game, we're playing Washington at home. I'm walking across the sideline. It's three or four hours. You know, it's, it's pregame, and hardly anyone's out there but coach. I'm walking down, and I hear – him yell my name, Priacus, like he does. He never said it right. He called me Procus, which I lots of vowels were missing. Procus. <laughs> and I looked over at him and he just stood there and gave me the one finger salute. And that's all he did. <laughs> and I just walked off. And that was it. So that never, was my never talked about it again. Never, huh? never to be discussed again. That was it. No more coach Parcells. <laughs> that's great. Well, Bill, thank you so hey much. Guys, thanks. We're going to get into some Amari thanks. Cooper talk, and thanks, we might bro. talk a little bit about the Redskins game when we come back on Hanging with the Boys. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Playmaker, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Playmaker includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm and a Cowboys can cooler. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word COWBOYS. The Jack Black Playmaker, 10 bucks, free shipping. 
Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broadus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. While a player can look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Back, Hanging with the Boys. Uh, Kurt, yes, Nate, sir. Shannon, Douglas. Sometimes. Now, I'm going to tell you something, man. What? I'm going to tell you all something right now. And, and Kurt, I, I don't want to hear your opinion. Oh. Okay. Doug, I'm listening. I'm talking to you and Kurt. Now, when we came in with that second opening, did, did Shannon do it right away? Oh, yeah. He sounded good. That was and the energy excellent. level up. He's ready All to right. roll. He put on a clinic. Yes, you did. Sorry it took me Radio two gold. tries to do it. <laughs> Next time and you talk about going over to where are we going tonight, not Concrete Cowboy. We'll be over at the Omni across yeah. the uh, Tito's Plaza. And he told me right at the lunch table, Nate, we got to make it exciting when we go over to the Omni Got to make tonight. it fun tonight. We got to make it fun. <laughs> yeah. Did he come do our show with – he's the host – Oh, well, uh, pressure's on for tonight. <laughs> oh, man. I get a redo tonight. At least. All right. I'll bring it tonight. Yeah. Kurt, what you bringing right now? Underwear. Yeah. 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 In football, often the quickest plays mixed with some good old fashioned ingenuity are the key to winning. <laughs> yes, kind of sir. like Tommy John's horizontal quick draw fly. It's the most intuitive, simple, and speedy feature that other underwear brands just don't have. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash. Cowboys. There you go. And just I like that quick straw. Follow up on our conversation with Bill just to give you the rankings. These are these are all merchandise, all licensed products sold from March 1st through August 31st. The top 10 rankings are Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz, Zeke, Aaron Rodgers, Saquon Barkley, Jimmy Garoppolo, Nick Foles, Antonio Brown, and Odell Beckham Jr. Da- uh, Dak and Zeke have now occupied two of the top four spots on the last six top 50 player lists. It's amazing. So a lot of people don't Power know the Cowboys. That. Power of the Cowboys. Uh, wow. Wow. Hey, but uh, I'm telling you, man. Tell us. You're behind on Mari, bro. I know. Much as I love Bill, much as I love <laughs> Now who's bringing the, en- yeah. the energy down? Right? I know it ain't. Uh, Before we, if, if Amari ain't what's what's happening, you don't know radio, Douglas. It's the way you said it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh-uh, oh. Nah, man. I, oh. I put my head down because oh. this man gave us such great I know. stories and great history. I'm like... Bad timing on Shannon. Let's go. I know. I scheduled him last week. Doug, you don't know radio, Doug. Hey, are you trying to needle me? Are those pancakes or cookies that you have over there? Look how big those cookies are. Huge. Oh my God. Going on over there. Hey man, Shannon told me. I had to eat those cow patties. Oh my goodness, they are. I got oats in them. Doug, (laughs) I can't needle. Doug will never fall for it when I go at it, man. Doug has been in radio how long, Doug? 
Oh man, since nineteen ninety one. He knows more radio than I. You know, he forgot more radio than I know, and I still can't needle him in. I know. Oh, I got a I got a picture of one of those cookies up next to my head on my Instagram story. Yeah, so look at it. Yeah, Shannon what? underscore PG. Yeah. Uh, Shannon underscore PG and Kurt, you now have an Instagram account. I do. What I is it? I, uh, <laughs> DC Star Editor. DC Star Editor. So follow. I don't do much on Instagram. Follow so. Kurt. Nate, uh, you still don't have Instagram. No, nah, nah, man. Nah, but he's but, got two Twitter accounts. No. Nah, hey, but at check least. this out. Let's go. Let's go, man. Okay, Amari, okay, okay. man. Come on. All right. So we we were on the plane yesterday coming back. We stayed an extra day, which we never do since I've been traveling. We've never done that. We've gone out a day early once to New York to go see the uh, 9-11 memorial and spend an extra night. Spend an extra night after the D.C. game to go to the African-American History Museum in D.C., which, by the way, was awesome. We didn't have near enough time. We get on the plane. We're flying back, and we had heard the night before the rumor mill had started about Amari Cooper, and it could be a possibility. We're probably 30 minutes from landing, and, and we hear that it's happened. It's not official, but the paperwork's been filed. Blah, blah, blah. So we get off the plane, and I'm walking to my car, and I look to the left, and I see Coach Garrett talking to Bryce. And I'm like, oh, Bryce. No, not Bryce. That's my guy. That's my guy. Your two-snap guy. You didn't look to the left. Two-snap guy. That's where he was, the left. (laughs) (laughs) He was to the left. Yeah. Wow. So then I figured Bryce had gotten cut, and then not only did he get cut, word comes out late last night that, Amari took his number, his former teammate. And I'm like, oh, man, that's just not right. So my question to you guys, I have an opinion on this, but I want to get your opinions first. Is this a good deal for the Cowboys? Kurt? Uh-oh, Nate needs a pen. He needs to write his thoughts right. down so he doesn't forget. Okay. Need something to write on? Write on just that. Just on the back of his what are, you, what, are your, what are your initial thoughts on this thing? You've, I, had, you've had some time to think about it. So. I like it. Okay. Um, not just for this year, but even for the next couple of years going forward. I think they need a number one guy. They need, and you know, there's obviously some red flags. He's it's been a couple of years. He got slowed up by injuries last year, and he's you know up and down a little bit this year. But I mean, he had 200 yard games to his credit this year. We've out of all the other receivers we've got on our team, Beasley was the only one that had a hundred yard game. He still brings that excitement. He brings that downfield threat. He brings that potential number one receiver that this team needs not only this year but going forward so you know uh, the great Gil Brandt tweeted out that you know there wasn't a a uh, where the Cowboys will likely pick this year you assume it's going to be in the middle of the pack there wasn't a wide receiver that was going to get that kind of first round grade so I think they got their first they used that first round pick to get their so you all do a great job with the magazine I look forward to it every Wednesday when it arrives. Thank you, Gil. So you're you you're, you like it, and you're okay with them giving up next year's number one, yes. even though it's going to wreck Broadus and Hellman's draft show next year. I yeah, they're they might be in dire straits, but <laughs> I'm okay with it because I I think they desperately need a good receiver, and people that know a lot better than me, I don't I can't claim anything about the draft, but they are saying that there's no wide receiver that's going to grade high enough to draft, uh, you know, that high in the first round. So this guy. Fits the bill. All right, we'll save the best for last because Nate's drawing pictures over there. Uh-oh. Douglas, what do you think? I like it, and I think it was an absolute necessity. I think that uh, you can be you can be a 500 team if Tony Romo is your quarterback and you're lighting it up with exciting football, but you cannot be a 500 team and be boring as this team has been all season on offense. 
it's the NFL is a television league. You got to be fun. You got to be exciting. And I just think that I don't think Jerry Jones can tolerate. I don't I, I, I this is me thinking that he was not tolerating the product that was out there. He, he wants more glitz out there. He wants a more entertaining product and had to do something to get it out there. I think I think it's a good move for the offense, but I'm not okay with them giving up a number one pick because no? I don't think even with the addition. Now I would love to see this team come out and this totally changes the offense and they're able to scheme different and this opens up. You know, put him on one side, you got Gallup on the other, you got Cole in the slot, and all of a sudden it opens Zeke up. But from what this team has done so far this year. I don't have faith that this puts them over the top and puts them into well, a playoff run. And if you're not playing for the championship, why risk your first round pick next year and just totally give it up? But I don't think they. You know, I don't know if there's, this is going to lead to a playoffs this year. Then why make this move? If you're because missing the playoffs they, anyway, just play need, the season out and keep your first round pick. Because they're not going to. They need a receiver. And they're not going to get it in the first round next year because there's not one great. They get then make a, a make a move in the off season to to trade uh, with somebody or or sign a free agent. I don't like this pick. If you're not if you now if they honestly think that this is going to change all these things and you make yes, a deep they, playoff they do, run, they have done it. Then great. Then yeah. I'm on board with it if you feel that way. But this to me is them saying we screwed up evaluating the talent in the off season. We thought we could get by with these guys that we had. Now we realize we can't. We got to go get somebody. And if you're jeopardizing your your draft next year which they've done really good at drafting i don't like i don't like it for that fact i i still think next year you think they're going to draft somewhere like in the middle 15 20 somewhere in there mm-hmm. they've got a fourth round pick who's a two-time pro bowler who's only 24 years old some of these guys coming out next year what, what did he do last year What's he, he done? Injured last What's year? he done this year? He got two 100 yard he's games ranked number and he's 70 playing for a terrible he's team. ranked number 74 with Derek Carr throwing to him He's the 74th ranked receiver in the league. That's part of the hope is this helps Dak. Okay. All right, Nate. You've been drawing pictures. No, that was was great. That was great dialogue, brother. Uh, uh, Man, that's great dialogue, bro. Thanks, man. uh, (laughs) Me and Kurt don't talk very much. Man, y'all kind of went at it. I like that great debate, man. But I'm I'm telling you like this right here. this, this, This ain't about... Tomorrow, this ain't about the future. This is about right now. What are you willing to do to help number four? Number four. Mm-hmm. What are What are you willing to do before you totally lose number four? I told you guys, I said, if this keep going down this road, not only is our head coaches and offensive and defensive coordinators going to be questioned, number four is going to start questioning. Now you have lost four years where you could have just not even invested in this kid and we could have dropped down and then we could have had one of these these guys here. We could have had either Mahomes or Baker. Mm-hmm. They saying, and I've heard Mr. Jones say this on our flagship station, his kid is good enough to do it. But this kid, unlike Wentz maybe, or unlike uh, Baker Mayfield, this kid needs help because he's a co-star. He's not a star. He's a fourth-round pick. This move was invested in number f- in number four. 
you either going to give him a chance to grow and develop and be the best he can, or you just say, okay, let's stand pat, let's see where we fall, and all of a sudden his confidence of two years ago is not here where it used to be. It's right here. What are you going to do as a coach? What are you going to do as a scout? And what are you going to do as a general manager to make sure that the person you saying is a great leader, leader of men, this, this, and this, what are you going to do for him? Your offensive line almost fell off the map. Who's to say that we don't need more offensive linemen than we need a wide receiver next year? We don't know where this draft is going. But what are you going to do for the next nine games to help this kid number four? And more importantly, this kid here – it's going to get beat up mm-hmm. and not have a chance. And I'm talking about Zeke. He's not going to have a chance to excel. You saw that this game, what they did to him. So, Shut him down. I agree with what you're saying is, hey, man, maybe it was a, a high price to pay. But also, he asked you a question. What receiver right now, and we can call Broadus, what receiver right now that we're going to get between 12? Because we ain't – if we win two more games, we're going to either be picking at 10 at the best, between 10 and 32. What receiver that's going to equal? And I don't know, I don't heard of a variety of things on number 19, on Amari. I don't heard of a variety, good and bad. But what guy we going to get? Because even Kevin Ridley, who we talked about a lot on this show, he wasn't even ranked as high as this kid. I don't know who this kid is. You don't – we, don't, we all speculate, but this ain't geared for, for us. This is geared for number four. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do for number four? So you're good, you, you, you're good with giving up the pick and Brother, let's go? What good is – when, when do you start helping number four? Okay, let me be a little bit negative. Well, he ain't a quarterback we thought he was. Well, he can't throw in tight windows. Well, uh – uh, he holding the ball. My question to to anybody that said these three things, tell me what receiver that he got that he could feel confident that he just throw the ball to a spot. I, yeah, I mean, he hasn't had a lot of help this year. Yeah, right? I, I'm ex- I'm excited. I don't I don't know yet if I 100 percent agree with giving up what you gave up, but I'm excited to see. I'm excited if they use this guy the right way. I'm not excited if they bring him in here and it's the same offense. But yeah. I'm excited to see. Hey, was it just you were a receiver away? Does Dak start making? No, those no, throws? it ain't. No, it's not about being a receiver away. It's not about being a receiver away. Uh, it's it, about it's, not being able to score 20 points in games. Thank you, brother. <laughs> thank you. And what I was drawing up was this right here. This is what I was drawing up. Put put this on the air because this, this is, is what I was drawing skills. up. This is our starting lineup. This is our starting lineup. This, okay, hang this, on. Let me zoom in on We don't know who the linemen – we know who our linemen are. But this is what we should look like against the Titans. Yeah. Don't you like that look better? Yes. And, and I got a Cole Beasley circle because he can go into the slot either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does that say after number one? It's not just it, – It's number 13, Michael Gallup, Cole Beasley in the slot. On either side. On either side. You got your tight end, which our tight end is hurt. But you got the tight end that could be the either side. You got Cole Beasley going over to the 19 side, which – one thing, one thing that I can respect and, and, and appreciate is 
no season should be just thrown away. And if and if we're gonna throw away the season, that's that's you know I like when you say they admitted that you know what this receiver by committee ain't ain't working. Right. So you don't think Mr. Jones and Mr. Stephen Jones looking at Will McClay and looking at the head coach saying, "Okay, fellas, we can't throw this season away. The NFC East is a bunch of middling teams. What do we do here? Is it anybody?" Uh, We've heard reports on Amari. Is it worth the, if it worth the number one? Do we? Because other teams was offering a two, and they was like, "Nah, we ain't giving them up for a two. Mm-hmm. So, Mr. The Jones Eagles were one of those teams. Yeah. yeah. So they saying, "Well, you know what? We, you know, last year we criticized the Cowboys because the Eagles went out and signed this guy, this guy, and this guy. Okay, I don't care what the Eagles do. I care what the Cowboys do. If if we keep our number one, we stay safe and we stay pat. Yep. And we stay losing. Stay middle of the road. You got to get on one side of the fence. And Mr. Jones made a decision along with his son, Mr. Stephen Jones, you know, we're going to get on the other side of the fence. This might not work, but we have learned through past history not to give up two ones, not to give up a one and two. That's why the deal didn't go through with the, with, with the, with the safety. If they could have gave up one pick, but they knew the Cowboys wanted them so bad, they're like, we'll take a second and some change. And the Cowboys are like, wow, you ain't charging Kansas City a second and some change. You ain't charging this team. But they knew the Cowboys was hot for that safety. Well, they giving up a one. Now, I would argue with, I would argue with you next year if we don't take a safety at a one, or two, I would argue with you the way our offensive line looking in our depth, and it ain't no 100% sure that Franklin is coming back, Fredericks is coming back, that I won't be arguing for offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what this kid can do. But you know what? The Cowboys showed me one thing. They trying to look out for number four. Mm-hmm. And they are forcing our guy, our offensive coordinator. Come on, man. Yeah, that's going to put some pressure. Like you Come said, on, you hope that this has a domino effect where it opens Beasley up, it opens Zeke up, it opens the whole offense up. I, I, now I, the pressure's brother, on preach. Hand and Preach, Prescott. man. And that's, preach. That's what I'd be really interested in this whole dynamic. Was this ownership and management going, we got to make a move and go get a number one receiver to complement what we have? Or was this the coaching staff going in and standing on the table every day and going, we can't. This offense is not going to perform unless we get hey, a number Juju one. Schuster, look him up. Look him up. Uh, and then the, my other question is, I don't have a problem with this move, but is this if you're going to give up a number one, is this the guy you should try to go after? A guy that had two really solid years, his first two years in the league, had the dropsies last year. I mean, he dropped balls when we played him. Didn't really perform a lot last year. I hadn't kept up with him hurt. this year, but like I said, he's ranked number 42. I mean, 74 yeah, in the I league mean, this yeah. year. You hope the last year he had an ankle injury. It kept him out of two games and bugged him. Like but if you're going to give up a number one, is this the guy or should you have right. gone and tried to get really get you hope. I mean, somebody else? Again, he's only 24 years old. He has 2,000-yard campaigns, two Pro Bowls. Let me, let me say this right here. He has two 100-yard games to his credit this year. You know? He'll play this year. Next year, he's slotted to make 13, 13 mil. Yeah, it's like 750 this yeah. year or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he'll make 13 mil like next year. Okay, here we go. 
We have no number one <laughs> this coming draft. But we'll have him going into training camp. If he ain't what you want, if he don't show the rest of these nine games and all of next year, okay, we're back in the same we're back at the same deal. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. If, if you, yes, you are. Well, because they, but this, then you this, don't have a first round pick. He's no, got to come through. No, we back at the same deal, Kurt. Because you you telling me Frederick is coming back and he's gonna be a hundred percent. Well, no, we don't know. Okay, that. you telling me that I know this kid is gonna be better next year. Uh, our left guard, I know that he's gonna be better. Right. So. He he'll he'll grow and start to get his man strength, but until you show me a hundred percent that Frederick gonna be back, you still may be fighting for another for offensive line for a first round pick, because Tony Romo money comes off the books another year, Dez money comes off the book another year. So now you know you it, you don't have to. Pay the quarter our quarterback, and you don't have to pay our running back. It's called franchise tag. So you still have a lot of money floating out there. Now, do you go get an offensive lineman that's out there and overpay him, or do you go get a wide receiver that may be out there and overpay them? Because you're still gonna come back to the same deal. It, it is so our, our deal. We trying to solidify ourselves through the draft, fellas. Where is that taking you so far? Five eight and eight. Under five hundred. <laughs> yeah. And, and well, and we, at wide receiver, the draft takes the longest to see the fruits of your pick. Man. It takes a long time to develop that wide receiver. Cole Beasley, if this kid just come in and catch the ball, listen to me. If this kid just come in and catch the balls that are thrown to him. He's faster than all our receivers. He's better route running naturally than all our receivers. Every one of them. He can get in and out of breaks. He runs a multiple offense. Our offense ain't as as, uh, complex as the one he's coming from. So the terminologies may change. If this kid just catch the ball, you're going to automatically have to give him some respect. Now, a lot of people saying, well, by this quarterback being who he is, they, they ain't going to double Amari. That's okay. Just catch the ball. He has the ability to run after the catch. Have we seen that around here lately? No. no. So a first-round pick a year ago, two years ago, would have scared me to death. A first-round pick now, it don't it, – Saints just got Eli Apple. Yeah, nice. brother, I saw that when we was yeah, I saw that on the phone. And I'm with you, Nate. He but last year he had a he had the dropsies last year, which is you know and that I'm with you, Shannon. You 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 hear me? He's got if red he, flags. If sure, he just yeah. catch the balls yeah. that are thrown to him in his hand or in his radius, you're immediately better. You're immediately you're better. Way upgraded. Yeah. So I agree with you. Yeah, Broadus has been saying he he went into the, his lab and watched all the tape from last year and this year on Amari, and he thinks that the quarterback had a lot to do with the drops last year. He doesn't think that it was necessarily a, a hickey on Cooper's resume. I I, I just believe this here, man. If, if you wanna if if you wanna. Continue down the road, we're going down and say, okay, maybe next year we get a first-round receiver. And I'm, I'm with you. Maybe next year we get a first-round receiver that falls to us. 
you know, at, at, at 10. There wasn't any. So. Uh, yeah, at t- you know, I'm just saying at 10 or whatever, and all of a sudden we sitting here in the seven games in, and uh, and, and, and I'm thinking Michael Gallup going to be much better. Not only oh, yeah. with Cooper coming, but I think he's just going to be much better because uh, – they're gonna start feeding him the ball more. Mm-hmm. So I think he's he's the I think he's the real deal. We don't know what he is as a number one or number two. We don't know what he is, but if they start throwing the ball to him more, but I'm telling you, I said it last night, and I'm believing this. It's all about number four, and it's all about number eleven. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If if Dak can get to where he can look out at these other guys and feel that there's cover. And number 11 is single cover. Uh, they're in a soft zone. The game is on, man. Yeah. Well, I'm over the sticker shock. I dealt with it for a day. There's <laughs> nothing you can do about it. It is what it is. But he, you know what? You're you, 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 you a true fan. And, and, and you're a true fan. And true fans always look. It's Christmas time twice a year for fans. It's the actual day of Christmas, and it's the <laughs> NFL draft. And I'm just being honest. Mm-hmm. I'm being because when they, when they first said, I said, "What we gave up for him?" That's the first thing I asked. Me, I asked, was he good or bad? What we gave up for him? Because even if he was worth a first round pick, we'd have said, "Man, I don't know about that." Right? I mean, you messing up Christmas. And and <laughs> Cowboys fans, rightfully so, because you lived through Roy Williams, you and, lived through Joey, Joey Galloway, Galloway. so you've yeah. been burned by this exact same scenario twice before. And it's like, here we go Although again. Joey Galloway was more on Quincy than, I'm than Joey. But yeah. I'm a, I'm I'm excited. I mean, it is what it you, you already you've already given up what you he's on this team. You can't yeah. change it by I saying I don't like the he move. Physical. He's more exciting. <laughs> yeah. He's more exciting than any yeah. 25th round pick, 25th pick overall. And, and, you, and you got two. Say the truth. He's more exciting than whatever we got on this team right now. <laughs> and you've got two weeks yeah. to get him involved in the game plan. Coming now, on, coming on the bye week, this is the best time to do. Brother, this. if he ain't starting, if he ain't starting, if they Bryce Butler him now, we're gonna have <laughs> we're gonna have a conversation, man, for real. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll wrap it up talking about more number nineteen, Amari Cooper on hanging with the boys. You're like me and you love. I mean, if you have a thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to Directv now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just. Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. OtterBox? The overprotected phone case company? Yep. And they've got an essential tool for your next tailgate party. The bear-resistant venture cooler. Now wait. In all my tailgating days, I've never seen bears tackling brats on the blacktop and you never will because a venture cooler with a locking kit is basically bear repellent can't wait to try it out at my next tailgate that's been tailgating with the otterbox boys visit otterbox.com to learn more about their certified bear resistant venture coolers Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Playmaker, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Playmaker includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm and a Cowboys can cooler. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word COWBOYS. 
the Jack Black Playmaker. Ten bucks, free shipping. Now's a good time to tell you that SeatGeek is the new source of tickets for all your football needs this season. SeatGeek makes managing tickets easy. Whether it's buying or transferring to a friend, they even tell you the best deals for every game based on their deal score technology, which rates every seat on historical data, price, and location. Download the SeatGeek app on your phone and take $20 off your first purchase using code DALLAS at checkout. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at stetson.com today. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Back, Hanging with the Boys. Hangin'. It's almost time to go. You know what? Tomorrow Good maybe hour. we'll actually talk about the game. Yeah, what you game? Haven't, you haven't had a chance to weigh in, The Redskins you? game. More pressing news Thank today. Thank you for the paper, man. Oh, you can have this back. I mean, it's a beautiful drawing. <laughs> yeah. you frame, will you frame the, Will you autograph oh, this I done and drew frame it up it for about me? six times. I done drew it up. I drew it up two or three <laughs> times. That, it, it, <laughs> we should get you to sign this, and we could auction it off on the show to go. a lucky listener. I'm going to tell you something. The guys that I know that are good, I, I put their names down, and the other guys I just there's, do up suspect. I either put a number or <laughs> One, two, three. There's four. There's five good guys. No, I put their names down. Oh, the rest of them got numbers, uh, numbers or positions. positions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate it, man. I don't hate it. I just hope I just hope it's worth the first rounder. And if they make it in the playoffs and they make a run, I mean the the Rams and the and the Chiefs are gonna be in the Super Bowl anyway. So this is just a year that you're <laughs> this is bad timing. Man, let, let me tell you something, man. It, it, the playoffs it is if you look at this team, they've trade, they've trade two years ago secondary. Doug brought me to this attention. Two years ago secondary, you changed the whole secondary. Mm-hmm. A year ago, this past year, you changed the whole receiving court, and you're still in flux by bringing in a new guy. You don't even have nowhere near what the offensive line you thought you was gonna have. And we need to talk and, about that more tomorrow. Yeah, and and I try to be so positive, you know, uh, about that offensive line. Like, like my man, the center hasn't played bad, but he's not Frederick. You right. know, the left guard hasn't played terrible, but but he's not up to up to par yet. You know, uh, my my right tackle man, it's like he's taking a, a half a step back, and that that shouldn't be. Right. That shouldn't be. And our left tackle is just not our left tackle. And I do whether it's injury or not. I would surely like to know if he's hurt. Mm-hmm. Before I just sit up here and just, oh, man, something, Tyrone is it going to, to putts, you know, because something could be wrong with this kid. Mm-hmm. But they don't tell us until after the season, but then the season is wrecked by then. Yeah. You know, and it don't change anything, but it would it would be nice to know so we won't criticize the kid, yep. you know. True. Well, tomorrow let's talk about the game. Let's talk more about Amari Cooper. That's the life we've chosen. Man, I can go on, man. I tell you what, man. Is them ladies coming? Is somebody yeah, else coming? Yeah, they're knocking in? on the door. We could oh, okay. do a two-hour show today. We could do we probably could. do three hours today yeah. just on Amari Cooper. But we can on Periscope, and y'all just go out in the hallway by the mannequins. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. Yeah, speaking uh, of mannequins. What? I'm just saying Doug's trying to 
players off his mannequins. Oh. <laughs> well, tune in tonight, the happy hour, over at the Omni Resort out here in Frisco. If you have a chance, stop and by. And I sure hope Shannon brings thunder yeah, when he opens the show. We need happy fun. I'll yeah. bring it. As long as Nate is more happy and not as mean football guy as he's been the last couple of weeks out <laughs> no, there. No, no, don't try that. Don't try that. No, not, not me. Me. I just challenges those that are on the panel. Me, Nick, brought us, and I believe Ambar will be on the show with us tonight. So it's a new time, five to six. We had to move it up 30 minutes. And then you can stay tuned for Cowboys. Is it Cowboys Hour with Brad Sham and Taylor Stern after? I think they have the kickers on. Maher and uh, cool. Chris Jones. Wow. Yeah. Heck of a wow. week to be getting that into that conversation. So too bad LP's not on there with African American Museum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really cool place, by the way. Maybe we'll talk about a little bit of that tomorrow. Did y'all go too. in the basement? We did. Yeah. Boy, have you been? I've been. Oh, I've been. That's some deep. Hey, that's I'm gonna tell you kid. what. They they seem to have left a lot out of my uh, American history book. Oh, yeah, yeah, I tell people, if you want true American history, do not go in the basement of that place. It's a dark, it's a, yeah. it'll make you question. Yeah, really. it'll, oh, it'll wow. make you question your forefathers. Yes, <laughs> especially <laughs> if you're taught history in the South. Yeah, in yeah. society, I think I got one chapter of what. <laughs> Don't do uh, it. Do not put what, that on Instagram. You know what? Let's talk about that <laughs> yeah. some more tomorrow, too. All right, Kurt, thanks for showing up. Nate, thanks for bringing we it. Stop. Hey, Bill, thank you, Bill. Really. Yeah, Bill Piacas, thank you. Bill. Thank you. Thank you. Sh- super shout out to you. We need to get you on again I need sometime. to get some of your money. Yes, Bill. yes, President Priakis. Yeah. Uh, Douglas, thank you for doing what I you do. I love you, Bill. Kent, thanks for doing what I you do. I need some of your money, Bill. We will be back tomorrow. We'll be back at you, Bill. <laughs> hey, with the boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?